0: This is godliness with contentment episode four zero big forty, yeah, well, my name is Kino Hanna, and I'm here to have a conversation about how to win with money from the Bible's perspective. I believe it is possible for Christians and people of faith to reach financial independence, and you can expect one episode from me per week, and during that time. I want to help myself and you to see what the Bible has to say about handling money or wealth. I am currently on a journey through the Bible and I'm looking at some of the wealthy people in the Bible who are people of God. I will miss some and I will hit some. This is the, I believe this is the eighth installment and today we look at the wife of noble character found in Proverbs 31. Proverbs 31. So I'm not going to, in previous um, episodes like this, I would read a portion of the scripture. I can, but it's quite a bit. And so what I've done is kind of summarized. I kind of go through the things that it talks about, as it talks about this wife of noble character. There's a um, a commentator by the name of John Burton Kaufman, and I believe he's right when he says this. He says, throughout Proverbs, we have had all kinds of warnings against women who are prostitutes, adulterous, contentious, nagging, etc. But here we have emphasis upon the woman who is truly noble. And this actually comes at the very end of Proverbs, the last chapter of Proverbs and the last bit of the chapter of Proverbs. And I don't know if this is a wrap-up, but that's where it is. So I guess this is the epilogue, right? It's, it's wrapping up the very end of Proverbs. But this shows us, men, what to look for when it comes to women, right? I, I believe that's a part of it. Um, we should not look for the wayward and um, adulterous woman. She's a pit, as Proverbs talks about elsewhere. She's a pit for the man and for herself, a pit for herself as well. But here we find this woman or this wife of noble character, and it says that she's worth far more than rubies. And earlier, all throughout Proverbs, it talks about wisdom. Wisdom is personified as a woman. And here, this woman, she's worth more than rubies. So she's precious. And when I think about women who are precious or who've been precious in my life, I guess the closest ones have been my mother, my wife, my daughter, my grandmother, my aunt, my mother-in-law. Right? I can think of women who are precious. And some of the things that it talks about here in Proverbs 31, I can see in them, right? I mean, my daughter's the youngest, she's 13, but there's some qualities there. You know, for example, at the age of 10, uh, my daughter and I, we embarked upon um, a business, right? She likes to bake, and so she did muffins. We, we got a business and she started selling muffins. So that hardworking aspect. Now she's not always hardworking, but when it came to that business, she was. And she made quite a bit of profit. But it talks about this woman here. It says she is a benefit to her husband and her children and no doubt the community. She's a hard worker. She's a provider. She has what we call a business head. Right, she gets up early, she stays up late, she burns the lamp at both ends, as it were. She takes care of the poor and needy whenever she can. She prepares for winter, when it's not winter. Right, a kind of like the ant. Right, it talks about what was that? Proverbs uh, six, I think. Go to the ant, you sluggard, and learn their ways. Her bedroom is kept clean. And yeah, her bedroom, her bed is kept clean for her and her husband. She sets the mood there, perhaps. It sounds like she does everything that's necessary. She is a good woman. Let's just leave it at that. She does so much that her husband looks good. He's a trusted advisor, right, when he goes to the, to the gate, The men look at him as a trusted advisor. And a part of that is because of his wife. She is known far and near. She has invested for the future. So some of the things that I talk about, about building wealth, she does that. She's a hard worker. She invests for the future. She speaks with wisdom. And she's able to help others with faithful instruction and i believe i'm thinking here about god's word that she's able to help younger women and even women in her peer group with wisdom from god's word of course we talked about wisdom last week when we talked about um spent some time talking about solomon again she's not lazy she's hard-working and she's not a busy body either She's not around the place talking about people. She ain't got time for that, right? She's working hard. She's preparing for a family. She's doing the things that needs to get done. She's not wasting time. And then towards the end, in fact, let me see if I'm going to read this piece because I believe that for me, this is something that I need to practice more of. And then it says... In verse 28, I'll read 28 and 29. Her children arise and call her blessed. Her husband also, and he praises her. And listen to what the husband says. And perhaps the children, but definitely the husband. In verse 29, many women do noble things, but you surpass them all. So this is where, you know, those of us uh, husbands and children of women like this, we're supposed to let them know. We're supposed to praise them, right? We need to honor them and praise them, these women, for who they are and what they do. God has blessed her, them, and she in turn blesses others. But I know once a year, You know, there's Mother's Day, and that's kind of the time when the world says, okay, well, let's uh, honor mothers. And, but that shouldn't be the only time, right? Obviously, birthdays too, but it should be something consistent for us in our minds where we're thinking, how can I treat her special, this woman of noble character, this wife of noble character? And so that's something we want to, for me personally, I need to, um, create that culture where I'm honoring, praising. Like I said, well, my mother is gone, unfortunately at this point, but my wife, my, um, my mother-in-law, these wives of noble character and other women that I know who exemplify what this Proverbs talk about Proverbs 31. So she may be charming or beautiful, but most importantly, she fears the Lord. This is the real deal, right? Because as men, we could focus on the good-looking woman. But sometimes that's how we get ourselves in plenty trouble. She may look good, but she may be that wayward woman or the adulteress, and, you know, we end up in the pit. So we don't want that. And I'm not saying this wife of noble character doesn't look good on the outside. But most importantly, She looks good on the inside and she does the things that shows that she looks good on the inside. So, but imagine this, right? So this is your wife. She looks good on the outside. She looks good on the inside. Again, let's praise her. She's doing work every day. She's not gossiping. She's not a busybody. She's not nagging you, right? You don't have to go on the rooftop to get away from her or hang out with the boys all night. No, no, no. She is this woman and we need to honor her for that. So things can change. And I'm talking about her looks here because the stuff on the inside, you know, that stuff is, it stays a whole lot longer than the looks. And when she puts in the work, like we put in the work of staying in the word and prayer and trusting God, then the inside, that's where we need to bolster. Our looks are going to change, right? The, the fat's going to come perhaps and it's going to sag a little bit and the facial thing is going to change. But if we put the work on in the inside, like her and what I'm encouraging us to do, then we're going to look better as time goes on, as we work hard, as we serve others. And so if you know a woman like this, let's honor and praise them. If you are a woman like this, and I'm talking to you today, then you need to be honored and praised. And even if the men around you are knuckleheads and they're not doing it, the Bible says that you should be praised because you're like this. And God loves you. And God holds you up. But as men, what are we looking for these days? This is what we need to look for in a woman. Before she's wife, right? these characteristics, this is what we need to look for. And sometimes we think that, well, this is an old-fashioned woman, you know. Nah. This is something that needs to happen no matter the time, no matter the year whether it's 2023 or not, right? She works, she keeps the house clean, she has plenty of tr- children, and yet she's doing other things. She's pushing her husband up, right? This is in the Bible. So this is not something to say, hey, this, should, this happened thousands of years ago, let's leave it alone. No. This is an amazing picture, as clear as day, of a worthy woman. And so you... See some worthy women today, tap them, give them a hug, let them know you love them. And this is all I have for you today, talking about this worthy woman, this wife of noble character. Join me next time when we take a look at King Hezekiah. Also, please invite your friends and family to listen to the podcast. Tell them, search for Godliness with Contentment wherever they listen to podcasts. Is Google and um, Apple and TuneIn and Spotify, etc., etc. This is Kino Hana signing off, saying, "Check you later."